All right. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome back to the Avenus History Podcast. This is your January uh, 2022 bonus episode, and I'm going to take a break from our normal history adventures, talk about where this podcast is going. What is our plan for 2022 and beyond? Stay tuned, and you're going to find out. I don't know about you, but I'm still thinking about our 100th episode back in October. Being able to sit down, so to speak, with George Knight, Jeffrey Rosario, Greg Howell, and all the rest was a blast. I really enjoyed that episode. It felt crazy dropping a four-hour episode on you guys. But, you know, I mean, you you get through it, right? However it is you listen to it all at once while you mow the grass, um, you know, in chunks, it, it's it's fascinating to to go through something like that and just hear from all these people back to back to back. Um, I have so many questions I want to ask all of them. They're great people. There's so much to learn there. And if you ask me, if you asked me who I would want to be stuck on a deserted island with, well, I would have to tell you absolutely none of them because I don't think any of them know how to build a boat. Okay, but but there is a lot of wisdom in in some of the the things that uh, that. Uh, that, that needs to get out to people. And that's what we've been trying to do with this podcast. I, I, I do some research for each episode, but it would take me a lifetime to get to where George Knight is, okay? So I translate. They do the work. I read it, try to make their ideas accessible to more people. And that's what we've been doing in this podcast so far. But this is the year. This is the year that we're going to take another step forward. This podcast was intended to be a resource. Now, it's a platform upon which we can make more resources. The vision has been clarified, and it's simple. I think every Adventist should have a working knowledge of Adventist history. And, and if I could add to that, I think it's good if non-Adventists have a working knowledge of Adventist history too, because I could name a dozen reasons why it's good for people to be religiously literate, especially about religious minorities, and, but that's a conversation for another day, okay? So if you're not an Adventist and you've been listening to this, I, I still want you with us, okay? There's still a place for you here, but fundamentally, Adventist history is going to attract Adventists, and I think that every Adventist should have a working knowledge of Adventist history. Now, a working knowledge doesn't mean that you're an expert in a subject, Okay. This isn't a situation of like, I need you to, to memorize these dates and names and places in order to pass some kind of test. It doesn't mean you need to be writing papers and all of these sort of things. It just means that you have enough proficiency that you can, that you can work with it, that you can handle it, okay? You know, if I ask, are you, are you, do you have a working knowledge of this firearm? I, I think that means something like, uh, you know, you know generally how to load it. Like, you could figure that out. You know not to point it at people. Um, you know, you know how to pull a trigger, all those sort of things. If I ask if you have a working knowledge of, of uh, piloting airplanes, I'm asking whether you know how to safely get it in the air, navigate to where you want to go, and, and then land it again. I'm not asking whether you can do stunts or fly passengers in a 747 or shoot down an enemy airplane okay a working knowledge in that case just means you can fly safely now the phrase also implies that you have a knowledge that works that's practical 
that's useful, that helps you make informed decisions. Why is a working knowledge important with Avenus history right now? Because Avenus identity is rooted in its history in the past, and as we all make decisions about what it means to be an Avenus in 2022, it's helpful to know what our past actually is. Avenus history isn't who did what and when. This isn't a college class. This is, this is information for living. This isn't about being controlled by our past, right? Like, well, we have to do everything that, that was done in the past. It's just about being informed by it. I have this friend in Australia, Peter, and, and he says that when he recommends this podcast to people, he tells them, it's not as boring as it sounds. <laughs> Thanks, buddy, <laughs> I think. But what he's getting at is that, you know, I, I'm here to tell a story. I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm not here to test you and give you a grade afterwards. I'm not here to bash traditional Adventists nor urge you to become one. I am here to tell you a story because I think once you know this story, you will better understand yourself and those around you who are Adventists. Now, what you do with that story is up to you, but I sincerely hope it makes you a more well-rounded, deeper Seventh-day Adventist Christian, whatever that looks like for you, okay? But if you're, if you're not an Adventist, hey, uh, again, I'm not here to try to convert you. This is not an even evangelistic uh, effort here. Uh, but hang around for the history, right? Learn more about your religious neighbors. I'm totally cool with that. So anyways, I hope that you are all getting a working knowledge of Adventist history through this podcast. Uh, that's the vision. And in order for us to realize that vision, this has to become more than a podcast. We're over 100 episodes in now. Do you realize that? Do you know... What people tell me, hey, I'm not caught up, but I'm getting there, I promise. Like people, people I run into sometimes have this feeling of guilt that they aren't listening to these episodes the moment that they get released. Like they, you know, it's like a, a weird thing sometimes between us. And let me just tell you, it's okay. Okay. That doesn't make anyone a bad friend. We're all busy. A hundred plus episodes is a lot for someone to catch up on. Assuming the average episode is 35 minutes, let's say. That's 61 hours of content. Do you know how long it takes to listen to the Bible? About 72 hours. So let's just say by the time this podcast reaches the end of our story, we'll probably be close to 100 hours in. 100 hours of audio. Longer than the Bible. Yeah. Let's just say that the podcast is a great way for some people to get a working knowledge of Adventist history. But maybe it's not for everyone. And maybe this is far too much content to reasonably expect some people to digest, okay? A working knowledge of Adventist history shouldn't mean go listen to this thing for 100 hours. That's, that's a, <laughs> a little bit much. So this is the year we're going to branch out. And I, look, I can't promise we're going to hit the target perfectly on all of these projects all the time. You know how things go. But this is the goal. Okay, so first, we're going to print and publish some stuff this year, which I know seems kind of funny because, uh, you know, this podcast has always been about being on new media. Uh, you know, we have our episodes on YouTube, of course, and I'm really interested in what YouTube does in the podcasting space this year. They've hired somebody to deal with podcasting on YouTube. So, you know, keep watching that. Maybe they're going to make it easier to, to just, you know, podcasting won't just be a video that you upload. Maybe they'll have some 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 kind of new features and stuff to make it cooler. Um, 
Right, but we're on we're on YouTube, and obviously we're here in your ear and whatever podcasting app you're listening from. Uh, but you know, the idea of going back to books is it's like, isn't that what we left behind? Well, I mean, no. You you know, I remember the first time I saw an Amazon store in the mall, and you're like, wait, what? I mean, isn't that what Amazon was built to kind of not do? <laughs> Did they close all these mom and pop bookstores? Uh, and then go make their own bookstores? Well, you know, that's just the kind of funny thing, right? People still go to malls. People still shop. People still read books. I read a ton of books to do this podcast, so I love books. And if we can print some materials for people, and of course we're going to do it with some with some sweet layout and design, and we're going to do it hopefully with, uh, you know, with audio books where that makes sense, or with eBooks as well. Um, but yeah, we're going to go back into the print space this year. And uh, one of those projects is going to be some small group material going through Adventist history. It's going to be 13 weeks, if that's how you want to look at it, 13 meetings, 13 whatever, um, that your small group or your church at prayer meeting, or you can just read on your own. You can just go through it, boom, through Adventist history. That'll give you a working knowledge of Adventist history. Then at the end of the year, we're going to release a devotional kind of book. Never really know what to call these things, but it's uh, it's basically like 31 days of reflections going through the Christmas season and into New Year's. It, it, it isn't just going to be Ellen White. It's not going to be a compilation of what Ellen White said about these things. It's going to be a collection of, of thoughts on themes of the Advent and New Year's. Some of them are going to be very provocative. And they're going to be from all sorts of people in Adventist history from the very, very beginning to, you know, more recent people in Adventist history. I don't always like using the word devotional because devotionals often give this feeling of like, I don't know. Every day it just kind of gives you a uh, an often pleasant, encouraging thing to think about. And uh, sometimes we we need that, of course. And sometimes we need provocative things to think about. You know, I think about what we covered in our Christmas bonus episode with Ellen White saying, uh, you know, there's too much selfishness at Christmas. And it's like, that's not a thought we should just let go. I think that's a thought we should dwell on a little bit and respond to, at least in our own lives, um, unless we're okay with selfishness, in which case, <laughs> you know, I can't help you there. But, you know, so it, it, some of it is going to be encouraging stuff, you know, reflections on the birth of Jesus and all that, but some of it's going to be kind of challenging to us. And I, uh, the whole point is to provoke growth in people, uh, to live and to think Adventistly, I'm going to go off on a tangent here, but really, like, what does it mean to approach economics from an Adventist perspective or medicine or the law? Obviously, we're not going to cover all of that in this book, but it's a, it's a burden I have to flesh out. What does it mean to be a thinking, breathing Adventist on issues uh, other than doctrine or, or diet? Anyway, that's a little taste of what that's going to be like. Obviously, we're a little ways away from that now, and, and that'll take shape as uh, you know, as time goes on. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the publishing stuff. Hopefully, we can publish other materials in Avenus history in the months and years ahead as well. It's not going to end with these things, but I'd like to do it one of those quote unquote devotional things every year until you know people have a lot of stuff to 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 reflect on. Um. You know, any month of the year, I guess is what I mean. They can just pick up one of the 12 someday, one of the 12 
uh, reflection books, whatever you want to call them. I got I to gotta really work on the branding of that, don't I? <laughs> um, but that's what we're going to be publishing this year in terms of print. And uh, I, I, you know, I don't know what is happening with Adventist Publishing here in the States right now. It's, it's kind of a mess. So I'm, I'm thinking these things will be self-published on behalf of the podcast. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. If you're a, a printer or a publisher and you want to make your case, uh, go for it. Love to work with you. However, the, the big project I want to work on this year is an online course in Adventist history. Online courses are just super popular. And this is going to be a super course on Adventist history. It will be fun. It will be historically accurate. I will do my best to maintain the voice of this podcast, and, and not in terms of audio necessarily, but, you know, in, in terms of just, like, let's have a little bit of fun with it, you know, as we go. It will be, um, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be historically accurate. It will it will be broken into three parts. That's what I'm thinking right now. The first part of the course will go through Adventist history chronologically until Ellen White dies, which is basically the scope of season one of this podcast. And then the second part of the course will be topical. Let's talk about Adventist history and gender. Let's talk about Adventist history and politics and how they related to the to some of the governments that the Adventists had to live under. And then, of course, the third part of the course will be focused on how we can reason from Adventist history. So, for instance, we'll talk about 1888, and then we'll sit down and say, all right, what does that mean for me? What can I do with this history today? Like, what, what can I learn from it? I, I think we got to provoke some discussions out of the stuff that we talk about and not just say, well, that's it for this episode, got to go. And so that's what part three of that will, of that online course on Adventist history will be about. Now, this is not all going to be launching at once. Um, that's all, as you can imagine, these three parts, that's a lot of videos. The, the, you know, in terms of length, it's hard to say. I was thinking the, the first part, uh, you know, the chronological journey through Adventist history might be, um, you know, I don't know, some 20-minute some episodes each, maybe 15 of them or so. So, you know, I, I don't know. I think that, yeah, that's about right. I don't want to overdo it. This is kind of a 101, a survey course. It should be shorter than this podcast. <laughs> and uh, But I think the real value is, is definitely going to be in parts two and three when we talk about the themes in Adventist history because that's something we haven't been able to do very well in this podcast because we're, we're doing this story chronologically. So, for instance, we don't have an episode on how did Adventist diet change from 1860 to 1960, right? Because uh, we just kind of deal with a, a, a an issue at a time, not an issue, but a, a year at a time or an event at a time or or whatever. Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to dealing thematically with Adventist history, and uh, you can you can really tr- find trends that way. You you can see how things change that way. And I'm, I'm interested in part three as well. Like, how do we apply Adventist history? How, do, how does this help us to think as Adventists? So whatever problem or whatever field we're in in life, uh, how do we apply that Adventist thinking? Now, I'm going to bring up the Jesuits because <laughs> uh, that's always a fun topic to bring up in an Adventist history podcast. But I'm going to bring them up because, you know, there's, a, there's an understanding out there that there's a Jesuit way of thinking. Uh, a Jesuit, Jesuit rationality that they bring to whatever problem uh, that they face. 
you know, and I, I think that there's, there's, I want, I'm interested in the question of whether there's an Adventist mentality, an Adventist spirituality, an Adventist way of thinking about things. Because, you know, we're very focused on the second advent of Jesus, of course, and we're very focused on this idea, I mean, historically, of, of restorationism, like we're trying to restore ideas and truths and doctrines that were lost. And how do those help us think about problems? Um, I'm just riffing here, okay? You know, when you, when you realize that people, some people put all of these, all this hope in politics to solve world problems. And I, you know, obviously there's a place for that. But Adventists who are always looking for the second coming of Jesus are not going to place all of their hopes in our political leaders solving all of their problems. So how does that commitment to, to both being present here in the world, here and now, and that commitment towards transcendence of, uh, of the world to come, how, how, do, how does the, the tension between those two ideas help us to maybe keep a, a, pos, a good perspective as we deal with political questions? Anyways, things like that. Uh, I, I'm not going to be the one going through all of those things, but I'll be very happy to interview different Adventists uh, who have great insight into some of these questions. So anyways, like I said, this is, this is going to be a long super course on Adventist history. It will not all come out at once. Otherwise, I, I wouldn't be talking about this until like 2025. So what's going to happen, I'm guessing, is we're, I'm going to work on that first part, just narrating through Adventist history, and uh, just release it maybe a video at a time. And, you know, then we'll go on to part two, and then we'll go on to part three, and it'll just kind of be built over time. And, uh, and you guys will have an opportunity to join while it's being built. And that's the beauty of online courses, because, you know, it's not a, it's not a book, when a, when a book comes out, the book is there. It's, it's permanent. It's in print. You can't really mess with it. can't really change it. Uh, so, you know, new discoveries are made. New insights are had. But they don't often justify a second or a third edition of a book. So, you know, it could be 20 years out of date. But it's just financially it makes no sense to reprint the thing to make it more accurate. But, uh, yeah, you know, I I think... I think that online courses are better because, you know, if I do a video on, I don't know, abolition, let's say, in the civil rights, excuse me, civil rights, in the civil war era, and, you know, somebody discovers something or has some insight on something, I can just go re-record that one video and boom, you have the most up-to-date information. Do it like the day of the result, you know, the new information being published. You can just quickly run back into the studio, film it. I'm not going to say it's going to be that quick, but you get the idea, right? Like this thing can always be updated forever. If I'm out somewhere uh, and I see George Knight, it's like, hey, man, let's go talk about something here. Boom, I can just add that video, you know? So maybe we talk about abolition in one of the episodes. I can just add like a little sub video. Here's a five-minute conversation with George Knight about the Underground Railroad. You're never going to have a five-minute conversation with George Knight, but you get the idea, right? <laughs> you get the idea. Like, you can just always keep adding to this thing and, and just uh, keep adding value. So it's going to be under construction pro starting this year. is probably when will it'll come out, maybe summer, maybe fall. And, uh, you know, it won't be a whole lot. It won't be complete at first, but it's going to get there. And that's that's really what gets me excited. That's really what gets me excited. So the idea is that if you go through the first part of that course, you're going to have a working knowledge of Adventist history. If you go through the whole thing, I mean, I don't know what you call that. You're going to have an even more working knowledge of Adventist history. <laughs> um, 
That would be the ideal for people. That would be the ideal. But someday I hope to do other online courses that offer deeper dives into aspects of Adventist history. Like, hey, let's do a play-by-play on the Millerite movement. Like, let's do a six-hour course on the Millerite movement. Let me show you documents. Let me show you newspapers. You guys realize I only live like two hours away from from where uh, some of these Millerite primary sources are. And I was trying to get there before covid and I had the date scheduled and everything. I think it was March of 2020. I was I was supposed to go there, and then they're like, "Ah, yeah, Matthew, COVID. Check back later." Here we are, almost two years later, still haven't gone. But anyways, you know, like that, that's that's my that would be really interesting to me, right? Talk about the Millerite movement. Here's some. Let me show you some of this stuff. Some of these primary sources. You can read it for yourself. Maybe we just spend six hours. We go through it month by month throughout the Millerite movement. Or maybe we can go in depth about uh, how Ellen White wrote her books. Where did the idea for the Great Controversy start, you know, in the late 1850s? How did it end up in this version in 1911? And how does that version differ when published around the world? Right? Sometimes a chapter gets added in different cultures. So let's talk about that. What did, what did her... What did her drafts look like? If we can, if we can find out, you know, what did, what did that first draft look like compared to what eventually got printed? You know, to just to do some of these deep dives in these other subjects. That's that's what I'm getting at here. There's so much room to grow in this direction beyond merely offering folks a working knowledge of Adventist history. Offering them a working knowledge is the vision. Okay, that's that's like the minimum of what we want to accomplish. But you know, of course, we want to go deeper than that as well. Um, you know, we we spend a lot of hours here together. There's a lot we don't talk about. We spent two episodes, I think, on 1888. You know how much time we could have spent there? A lot. We could have gone a lot deeper into that. So I hope we can offer some of this deeper stuff for those who want to know more about specific periods in Adventist history. We could offer those courses, too, uh, as time goes on. Anyways, we are making resources this year, both in print and with this online class, in service of this vision to help everyone have a working knowledge of Adventist history. And the hope is that you don't need to follow some prescribed path to obtain that. Someone wants to listen to 65 hours of this podcast as it is right now uh, to get that working knowledge of Adventist history, go for it. Go for it. You can do that. If you want to read books, well, we hope to have printed materials out that can do that as well. If you want to take the online course, yeah, do that. That's a good way to do it too. The important thing is that people understand that the story that we are part of, you know, that you're living Adventist history. So don't just understand it, but realize that you are making Adventist history each and every day. That's why it's so important that we understand this thing that we are all tangled up in is Adventist. So that's the roadmap for this year. There's a number of smaller things too, right? Over Christmas, I wrote on the blog on our website about Adventist Christmas dinners and what they ate. I also published a post, well, just yesterday, about how some Adventists supported the KKK based on Michael Campbell's research. I added some new t-shirts to the store, and there's plenty more of those coming. A cool thing about our new website is that we can offer free digital downloads as well. So at some point, uh, I mean, not just free, but paid, of course, as well. So at some point, I might just say, hey, if you want to go read so-and-so's paper, just go to the website and download it. Or maybe I can offer a PDF of something I wrote or whatever. So we have more coming for you this year beyond the two big projects, some of which isn't quite worthy of a headline. So just know there's a lot coming this year. Now, if you're on board with this direction that we're headed in, I hope you'll consider joining one of our orders on Patreon. For a little less than $1 a month, you can join the Order of the Haystack and support 
what we're doing. Writing and filming and editing online courses, research books, all of this relies upon your support. And as I travel to speak and do research, I try to let the patrons know where I'm heading and when, and we can meet up and chat. And that's always fun. I really enjoy those lunches and dinners. Um, and just hearing, you know, how people from different cultures and different backgrounds and different perspectives, why they listen. And, uh, and we just chat. We chat about that and we chat about other things. So that's always fun. Um, I also just updated all the tiers on Patreon with new rewards. So maybe give it a look if it's been a while. Uh, the new order of John Andrews for $10 a month will get you a lapel pin, which is uh, I'm waiting for them to be shipped to me. I'm excited about those. And you get a discount at the store. The order of Joseph Bates will get you a signed copy of one of our episode scripts, which is cool. It's a new thing we're offering. Or you can join the big order of, jo of James White at $50 a month. You can get some signed copies of Michael Campbell's latest book, plus a lot more. There's a, there's a lot there, just as a way of saying thank you guys for your support. Of course, you can also just go like buy some shirts in the store as well. That helps. Or even if you just have a little free time and you like to research, well, let me know on the website. You know, like, hey, I've got an hour a month. Can I help with anything? Or maybe we can help you, you know, for your time, uh, compensate you in some way. We can, if you have, if you're willing to volunteer or you're willing to work a little bit, uh, hey, we'd we'd love to have you. Can always use the help. When I was uh, showing these updated tiers on Facebook, someone commented and said, well, "Why don't you? Why do we have to pay to learn Adventist history?" And look, I, I want to make this really clear: you don't, not at all. If you just want to listen here for free, that's totally cool with me. You are very welcome here. All right. And if you wouldn't mind leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to it, that'd be a big help too because it helps others find this podcast as well. But you don't have to pay anything. It's not going to be about that, okay? Uh, let me, uh, this is a personal thing, I, but I, I want it to be made clear. I do not in any way personally benefit from this podcast. I don't. Any, any donations we may get, you know, whatever Patreon stuff that we get or people buy shirts or whatever it may be, it just stays with the podcast and it's used to go research. It's used to buy books that I need to study. Um, you know, it'll be used to film the online course and all these sort of things. It, it's not for me personally. I don't get anything out of this, um, you know, like that. I'm not driving around the Tesla here because of this podcast by a long stretch, Okay. When, when I invite you to support the podcast, I'm not inviting you to support me. I'm inviting you to support the podcast, and that's where it stays, all right? Um, I suppose the last thing I want to say is that with this thing going beyond being a podcast, we might have to kind of adjust our branding a little bit. Maybe we'll call the overarching organization the Adventist History Project, of which the podcast is one piece. Of course, it'll always be the Adventist History Podcast, but, you know, it'll be part of this Adventist History Project, which printing is one part and podcasting is one part. Anyways, I'm, I'm thinking about that. Uh, all right, it's time for me to go. Yeah, let me just say that I appreciate you all, even though I haven't met most of you. I am eternally humbled by what this podcast has become. I would have been done years ago if you all hadn't intervened and been like, hey, keep going. So... Just understand, from the bottom of my heart, I, I really love and appreciate all of you, even though I haven't met most of you. Just because you listen, just because you care, just because you share this passion that I have for understanding Adventist history. And, uh, man, that just endears you all to me. 
I appreciate you very much for listening. Thanks so much. I will see you guys in a couple weeks when we talk about the creation of the Adventist Bible Commentary. Woohoo! Can't wait. We'll see you there. Hey, it's me again. If this episode didn't quench your desire for more Adventist history content, then go subscribe to Avenus History Extra. It's a private podcast that I do for those who support the Avenus History Project. You can get access to Avenus History Extra on the website, which is avenushistoryproject.org, or by becoming a patron at patreon.com. Now, there's more variety at Avenus History Extra, in case you were wondering. I do some interviews. Sometimes I do bonus episodes. You know, I, we had a good episode here in the Avenus History Podcast, and I want to talk some more about it. Other times, I go behind the scenes at conferences I attend, like the Women in Seventh-day Adventist History Conference. What's more, just as a second announcement for you, Michael Campbell and I are leading a bus tour in October 2024. So, if you want to go drive around New England a bit, see the, see the sights and have some fun, well, you can sign up for our bus tour newsletter, once again, at AdventistHistoryProject.org. And we're going to keep you up to date there about what you need to know to go and sign up for that and all of that. So just to be very, 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 very clear, we don't have a sign up for the bus tour itself, but it's a sign up for the newsletter so you can stay informed about the bus tour. So I don't have to make announcements every single time and interrupt these episodes and all of that. That's where those announcements are going to be. So if you're interested, head on over to the website. You can sign up for the bus tour newsletter over there. Okay, I think that about does it. Thanks again for listening.